Now, these disclaimers that you're seeing at the top of the show, you saw one at the top of show one probably, uh, that was something the network asked us to, to include because they felt that our show might be considered too offensive, which is really curious if you consider that um, uh, nothing gets more offensive than South Park. And they have a disclaimer, but but probably rightfully so, And they're, even though they're on cable. Uh, our network, though, said, well, this stuff's kind of racing. You might want to warn people up front. And also, we don't want people to think that celebrities uh, you know, endorse the show or... They were obsessed that celebrities were going to sue. That was their big thing. That was their big thing. So we uh, decided to do uh, disclaimers, but our version of disclaimers. And uh, they're, they're pretty, I think they're kind of funny. But they, even those they edited. <laughs> they edited those as well? Yeah, there was one coming up. I don't remember which show it ended up on where it says like you know no one famous did the voices they're fictitious and then it says like oh in originally it was like america rise, rise up and, and kill, kill the famous them. people yeah, and they were just like if someone gets killed <laughs> their family could sue the clerk show as the reason why which actually would have been great because it might have meant that that episode aired <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this, uh, the music that you hear there, the, the, our opening jingle, as well as the music you hear throughout the show, is done by a guy named Jim Venables, correct? Yeah. yeah who and does Jim the, who does the Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls. Girls score. Jimmy! Uh, yeah, shout out to Jim. He did a really nice job on the show. He did an amazing job just, like, being able to do, like, new stuff. And then, like, you know, if we were doing, like, an Indiana Jones scene, like, he could just, like, rip off, like, John Williams and then rip off somebody else. So it was really good. <laughs> Smith. I'm sure he's flattered to be referred yeah, to as exactly. the guy who could rip off this style. And the rip greatest off rip style. off artist in the music industry. He doesn't have an ounce of individuality, but. And well, he's I, never been sued. That's the amazing thing. I thought he was great because he had bounced back and forth between uh, uh, sitcom music and uh, theatrical scoring. Yeah, yeah he did. He did and, that. And he it did. seems like the third act of all of our shows oh, was we're like always big a one giant movie parody. Movie parody. Yeah. That's right. There's a formula to these that we didn't realize till the end. Hey, let's give a shout out. The first one was directed by you, Chris. Did you direct the pilot? Yeah, yeah. And then this one was directed by Nick. Right, right. You want to say anything about Nick? Um, I like Nick. I'm awesome. <laughs> if, it, if, it, if it wasn't for, for Nick being on the show, I, I think I would have had to leave early on for the sh uh, or be crushed under the sheer weight of the show. We overall, Pussy. for what it's worth, we had an amazing crew of just sort of like guys that were happy to sort of not do typical sort of a daytime kitty show it seemed like guys that really were able to push the envelope yeah both nick and steve loader were the other two co-directors and um, they really got into the subject matter and directed uh, the storyboard artists individually and did the first pass on the reels do you remember that time oh and one other shout out to paul dini on yeah he gets story credit on this episode paul dini of course uh, for those who know is a guy who, who wrote for Batman the Animated Series, one of the creators on that show, if I'm correct. Yes. And uh, did, did Batman Beyond as well, and is doing, right now, working on the Batman Beyond movie. He's a hell of a guy and a really good writer. And he also does the voice of George Lucas coming up. In the other episode. In the courtroom episode. Yeah, for me. As well as a lesbian later on. Yeah. In the baseball yeah, episode. Yeah, I, I could never figure out which lesbian he was, though. He I thought he was I'm the short lesbian, but I'm not so sure. He's that the one that sounds like Paul Dini, I think. Our big stylistic comment was that all lesbians were played by men, which right. really worked for us. <laughs> well, we got a note and from the that. Well, well, that's episode five. We should wait for that. But yeah. there were some great uh, network notes on the look of the lesbians. Why are we walking like this? The network execs were like, I've never slept with any lesbians <laughs> that look like this. They wanted our lesbians to be more attractive. Yeah, they're like, make them sexy. Yeah. Um, but but that's not this show. This show is the flashback episode, which was the one that aired first, correct? No. 
No. It still aired second. The it still aired one. second, right. Well, at least it got on. So this is, this is one that if you tuned in, all nine of you that watched the show when it was ever on, you saw this episode already. Where and he was flashing back to a f scenes from the first episode. Which you never saw. Which you never saw. So, and which uh, some the, the, the nine people that did tune in to watch the show complained about on the internet. Uh, for our favor, though. And but, we, uh, hey, there's Reagan. Yeah! A celebrity that didn't endorse the show. And that's where Paul came in, because this was just a really great idea of doing a flashback episode in your second episode, basically. That was his big idea. His other big idea was like adding a kid's sidekick named Robin. But uh, we never got to do We were going to do that in episode seven, but we never got to do episode seven. Does this lemonade have Little Randall. I'm a diabetic. Uh, I don't know. Thoughts on that, Big Randall? Oh, well. He's cool. <laughs> you heard so, it here. <laughs> if the show really took off, we were going to do a Saturday morning version with little Randall and little Dante called Lil Clerks. L-I apostrophe L. God, do that in the books. You should do that in the comic books, like the old little Archies. That would have been excellent. Lil Clerks. <laughs> and all of the titles should have been like, you know, like rhyming titles, you know, like... Uh, little Clerks hard at work. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it should be like Date Fate, you know, like you know, those kinds of titles. Oh, the title of each, of each issue? Yeah, Clerk Joe. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Always little rhyming things. Mrs. Gorin, she'll help us. I knew the customers had to be good for something. Porn book we got some trouble for, too. Oh, they hated that sound effect. Yeah, that, that crackling. They were they were just like, that's going to um, really get us letters. We had this interesting... And if, if I wish people did had it. written letters. <laughs> <laughs> the two of you who watched didn't write. Right. I should have complained about the show. <laughs> you did. I believe you were just like, I object to this. Wholeheartedly. Bitter fruit, you old hag. This is for you. Much like my real prom. <laughs> oh, yeah. The weeds of crime bear bitter fruit. <laughs> That's from the shadow, by the yeah, way. Yeah, right out of the shadow. Torn from the pages, if you will. Of, Law and Order, of the pulps. Law and Order does their version of Torn from the Headlines. We did Torn from comics that most people haven't really read in you know ages. This reminds me of? But at least comics that are known. Too know. true. <laughs> Let's make sure. Down with Paul Reiser's excellent. He never wrote either. <laughs> I was really hoping he would. Right. Well, let's make sure Interestingly enough, he didn't see it, and he is a Nielsen family. <laughs> Which would explain, you know, mad about you being on the air for 19 years. I don't remember. Me neither. So, uh, hey, look, we're back. Jay and Silent Bob. The metal thing with the... You, uh, you, how'd you like doing voice work? Me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it was fun. Yeah. I had fun. Cool. Collected a paycheck. Yeah. That was it. You just walked in. You walked through the whole thing. Give him one. No. No, it was fun. How about you guys? What did you guys think about doing the voice work? No, it was a dream for me, man. Dream come true. As a kid, I was always like, even, well, actually not even as a kid, even today, I mimic cartoons left and right. Anytime you could show up to work in just boxers, I'm down for it. Yeah, we never did became a problem. On the third record, when both Jeff and Brian came in, sans pants. Wow. You said you wouldn't tell anybody. That was the day we all had the dick measuring contest, and uh, which I won. Yeah. Snick, snick, snick. Whoa, Jedi! Slice up Tubby here, and we can crawl inside him and stay warm. For Someone once asked me if I have the uh, ice sculptures of those characters. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Hmm. They're at the stash. I said, visit them at the secret stash, Red Bank, New Jersey. Jay and Silent Bob secret stash. All your comic needs. The monocle was a genius touch. That door shut. Dante always in the diaper. <laughs> this is a great line. 
the fun thing because we wrote these sort of back to back to back to back was yeah. there were things that would we would like such as like Dante the idiot that we could just kind of keep putting it into the next show and that if you watch them all in order would be very funny. They make a lot there of sense. They were running jokes, but being that the show ran jokes. twice. Yeah. <laughs> and out of order, they didn't make they sense. They didn't quite ran, they walked. You saw like the fourth running joke and then the second running joke, and it didn't exactly make sense. This was a big fave joke of ours. Why? Are Keep we... cutting back to this. Yeah, a big argument of could you cut back more or less? Right. <laughs> Sitting here. Dave always pushed for more. More is always better. Yeah, Mandel's theory of comedy is uh, do it once, okay. Do it twice, better. Three times, genius. And could we and do it just nine one more time? Incredible. 46 times is comic gold. I lost my virginity to her. So anytime you see anything repeated more than once in the show, just know that there were infights, brutal infights, kicking and screaming, clawing, pulling of hair of Mandel and everyone else on Clerks at back at the office going, no, not again. It then was coined the term the Mandel. That's the Mandel joke. There's a load of Mandels in these shows. Oh, yeah. Remember the time she got you to help paint her house? So this is a problem. Everyone's going to watch the show. I know, we're actually, we haven't seen this in a while. Nobody's perfect. The porn music was wonderful. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Jim used that in a couple of places later with the- We uh, couldn't use Happy Birthday because it was too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're singing Jolly Good Fellow. <laughs> I think this is Moser's famous, fa favorite moment in, in any of the shows where Randall turns around in his chair. Because no matter where we are, he always laughs at it. That part there. I suddenly so. Uh, Mosier tried to uh, to coin the Mosier by having that happen in every show. <laughs> He's like, can't we have Randall turn around in his chair and look around suspiciously? Give the guy a break. So, uh, Dave, you were talking about on the last episode when we got cut, which is cool because it was kind of a cliffhanger. <laughs> what uh, happened to clerks? What happened to clerks? <laughs> Uh, after the Super Bowl spots, so the or spots, the spot, spots actually the ran. Spot no, airs. the one aired in during the Super Bowl, and one aired one right, right after. after, and it was pretty cool. A lot of people saw it. There was mentions of it, I think, in USA Today and stuff, and it was a. Uh, and actually, the funny thing was, we did get ink too. We got ink in USA Today yeah. before, way before the show was was uh, ever on the air in January. The one, the one funny thing was, is I'm not really even sure how we ended up with the spot. It was one of those things where, I think, in USA Today, we said we were getting a spot but they hadn't said that we were going to get it right and then they almost sort of had to give it to because us because the usa today <laughs> exactly we but should it, just tell them they're going to put the show on the air <laughs> and they'll have to damn it yeah really if we didn't get if only get one more usa today story out of it this was a joke by the way we pitched in the initial pitch meeting and, and everyone to loved it where to put it mm -hmm. where to put it where does it work <laughs> Every network we pitched at was like, that's an excellent joke. We're not buying your show, but that's an excellent that joke. That was wonderful. We'll see you. We're not going to watch it. <laughs> no, the big thing we always heard was, we have something just like it in development. <laughs> Which we're also not putting on. <laughs> There's the porno music theme again. <laughs> oh, but uh, so it, the, 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 the promo airs, and it's wonderful and everything, and we're told we're going to get a March start, which is, you know, very exciting. And the weeks sort of go by. Which is mid-season. Mid-season. And, and we actually went to that mid-season TCA, oh, the Television right. Critics the Association. Oh, that's right. Critics thing where we were sitting there sort of like this, actually. Yeah. Like in a row. And we were a hit. A big hit. Because I remember all the journalists at the TCA was like, you guys are the only breath of fresh air in this whole thing. That was the pa uh, the Pasadena thing? The, the Pasadena. They have this thing where they hold it, I guess, twice a year. And this was the mid-season presentation for the television critics where the networks trot out what they're going to 
show and, and, and from March on or something like that. And uh, we were one of the sh promo shows, but we didn't show any clips from the show because we didn't have an episode done, I believe. Was that correct? Where they didn't want to show an episode. Yeah, we had just gotten one back, and I think the most we could have done was like a little promo, and then they said no, which was really maybe the writing was on the walls at that point. Yeah, really. We just didn't know. We were like, well, the show must be so good, and they must love it so much, they just don't want to spoil it for anybody. No, I meant we're free. And really, there were secret meetings about how badly they can spoil it for us. The other thing about that whole TCA thing, or whatever it was, they had the weirdest party in the world. It was in Pasadena. They sort of made us go. The and Arabian Nights. It was an Arabian Night theme, which no one because could sort of figure a, out why. Because there was an Arabian Nights miniseries that the network Again. was airing as well. Hello, anyone? Lady with the dead baby. Oh, we got to get pictures with camels. That's right. Yeah, there was a camel there. <laughs> Man, it's hot in here. And Claymation Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, like a freezer in here. I was just going to say, are we going to elaborate on that? <laughs> My God, was it horrific and beautiful. You broke the air conditioning and now it's freezing. Use your crowbar again. That, uh, I think that's the best thing that happened to the whole Clerks TV experience was we got uh, pictures with that camel. That's, that's probably all I have because they never sent us tapes of the episodes and they never sent us anything. So all I have is a Polaroid of us with the camel. Stop that. Hey, you want to watch a video? Good idea. What do you got? Spielberg's latest opus. It combines his nose for commercial properties with his integrity as a chronicler of the Holocaust. Flintstones list. Liam Neeson is Fred. Here's a gag that was cut out of even the version that aired on TV. And uh, what was the reason? Um, because apparently uh, it was deemed offensive. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing in here, Chris, is the dinosaur. <laughs> there was that was a joke too that we had pitched early, early on. in, in every, every meeting, meeting we, and everyone laughed at it, including so the, the, the most powerful man in the universe. Yeah. But, uh, and it wound up in the show, and then they said, no way. Well, the, the, the network first said yes, and then That's the That's the kind uh, of gag that everybody laughs at and then says said you can't no. do. But I have a membership, Paltrow, Gwyneth. By the way, real Gwyneth Paltrow. But before her, not real Seinfeld. No, that was, uh, Get the hell out, that was, was, no, no, that was, um, Oh, it was Gilbert. It was Gilbert Godfrey. did it. That's right, Gilbert that's right. We at the last second. That is, by the way, the real Maddie Damon. <laughs> It's Ted Danson. Hey, it's Ted Danson. That baby is great. It's Ted Danson. It's payback time. And that's just some of the fun we've had um, with Leonardo. Oh, so where were we in this, this story? Uh, Winter press tour. Oh, yeah. So then it was just like, you're going to be on in March, you're going to be on in March, we're going to have a start date for you soon. And the week sort of went by, and then all of a sudden one day it was like, we hear a rumor you're being moved to... Uh, to the summer and then it was like you're moved to the summer and it just was like we still don't really know what happened last we heard they really loved the show yeah that was all we ever heard when we actually showed the first two episodes to the to the heads of the network well the first one we had a really weird thing yeah happen. we were coming in to show the, the the heads of the network the first episode with a tent mix on it and um, Ben and Matt were coming out because they were pitching something to the network and uh, so we said, hey, man, come and watch the show as well. So they came in and watched the show, and, and we're sitting there and chuckling and whatnot. And that always helps to have, a, you know, a, a couple of famous Two of America's favorite <laughs> stars watching and laughing with you. Yeah, that was But not helpful enough, because we got shit canned after two fucking episodes. maybe after the new Jack Ryan movie. <laughs> 
But uh, that day in the room, uh, the network execs were just so fucking happy. So we it was watched so the great. first two episodes with them, and they really loved it. You know, looking back. You're gonna talk about the pediatric burn ward at all? Yeah, that originally. That's right. Yeah, you're going to hell for that one. <laughs> originally, instead of other burn ward, it was pediatric burn ward, <laughs> and uh, eventually that was. For, we were forced to change. Actually, in the big scheme of things, after we got done and it was clear that they weren't really going to air them and it was airing in the summer, and for a brief period we talked about like possibly other places for it and then nothing, none of that worked out, um, there had been a really long list of things that they had originally approved and then said, no, you can't do, and things like the pediatric burn ward and the sound of the magazine, really a whole bunch of them, use of the word bong. They were just really like a huge long list. And at the end of the day... Um, just because it would have cost them money to make the changes. Wait a sec. Oh. <laughs> See those seagulls? I just love this. <laughs> well, the seagulls we love so much, it shows up later on. We Watch. just added them Wait. because they're their own separate element. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> you know how many times I had to make sure they were outside the glass? I mean, they, they so just... Funny. The they don't actually didn't fly. Get it. They float. This was a genius Well, bit. That's, that's the mark of uh, Korean animation. So what were you saying there? Oh, I was just going to say that uh, it was going to cost them money to change the things that they didn't want anymore because it, requ it required, like, voiceovers or new animation and stuff. And so at the end of the day, other than, I mean, the, the things we lost were big, like the word bong and the Schindler's List joke, but, like, they had they they basically they had this list of like 50 things that had to be changed and because it was going to cost money it became a list of three things that we had to change which was just sort of funny that like they were like this can't be oh it costs money fine and actually, when it finally was going to be on the air, I just remembered this, um, they basically, it wasn't going to be on the air, it wasn't going to be on the air, and it was like, okay, it's on the air, you have a week to finish them all, and no money left. And I'm sure this is all like union violations and stuff, but uh, one day we, Brian, we had to call you, we needed a voiceover line, and we had, and you were great, because basically, I, we called you in the afternoon, you drove yourself into the city to a studio to do one line, at a studio that uh, the company did work with so that they weren't charging us either. And basically it was just all these people working for free because they just refused to give us any money to finish the shows. So thank you for that. No, not a problem, my friend. Hey, I just want to shout like out. the original clerks. <laughs> Everybody's working for free. I want to give a shout out to one of my favorite lines. There are th my three favorite line readings in all these shows. And one was the one that just happened where you're like, boy, Happy Days was a great show. <laughs> Such a fantastic line reading the other was the others coming up for for jay and brian and i'll i'll mark them on those episodes but that was my favorite delivery jeff's boy happy days had a lot of great episodes snooch to the nooch. old jay that was the other spinoff we were going to do as well oh and that voiceover is not richard dreyfus it's richard dreyfus's i guess younger brother or something who does voiceovers when richard doesn't want to do it who was a real gem to work with very nice guy. he was a good guy but he's the guy, apparently, when you hear some, some commercials, some car commercials, where it sounds like Dick Dreyfus is really his, his little brother. It's like a Gallagher 2 thing going on there. Yeah. It's been raining. So now this is the second episode, so this is the second safety Let's tip. Hold it, kids. Did you ever get a note on that? No, they, no. That kind of stuff they never noticed. It's like they only notice words. <laughs> like, didn't they, didn't they like stop you guys from Mo? 
you're, like you're such a mo. N- at first, no, because they didn't realize what it was, I and then we made the mistake. Well, then we made the mistake right. of telling them. Yeah. Wait, it, who made the mistake? We did. Oh, who you. Did? You. <laughs> okay. They said they, they, they. No, they said uh, we, we know what that's short for. It's short <laughs> fight, for mother, fight, right? Fight, fight, fight. And uh, you're like, no. <laughs> It's homo. I think and I was mad at them for like, yeah, getting that's rid of better. something else. <laughs> and it was like, you left Mo in, you idiots. And they were like, we did. And it was like, oh. <laughs> They're like, what's Mo? You're like, you. You're Mo's. <laughs> you should have said Mo Howard. Then they'd have let it go. I'm sure that's what they thought it was. Oh, you're calling him a moron. Mo, moron. Hey, you know what? Uh, just for the kids at home, this trick really doesn't work. It Don't sort sell of your souls to Satan, please. Recorder is gone. Oh, this is uh, one of the uh, records where Jay's voice was like under a cellar. Under really under sounds a little cellar. different. This was that time in New York we recorded. Yes, yes. He was just like this. Yeah, <laughs> at Muse had, had smoked a carton of cigarettes that day. That's I love that though. What? <laughs> um, yeah, your voice was shot that day. Yeah. Oh, that's that the sounds, same laugh from like the it. first safety tip. We stuck Actually, it's the same there. animation. Yeah. We just stuck him in we the living room. We liked it so much. <laughs> we pulled a Mandel with that animation. Yeah, so my name has to be Christopher O'Halloran. Well, I didn't know Gwyneth's name was in the credits. Contractually. We had some Oscar-worthy talent in the show, man. What happened? What well, happened? What did happen? What <laughs> happened? We'll get to that in the next episode coming up, episode three. Tune in. Thanks for watching. Genius. <laughs> Thanks Genius. for watching. <laughs>